Let's do it. And now, shining the spotlight on the future of hockey. Hello, it's Thorne Byron of the Vancouver Giants. I'm Kirby Dock of the Saskatoon Blades. I'm Dylan Cousins of the Westbridge Hurricanes. Hey guys, this is Cam here. Spencer Knight. This is Matt Foldy. It's Alex Turcott from Team USA. Hi, it's Maurice Sider from the Adelaide Mannheim. This is Alexis Lafreniere of the Rimouski Oceanic. Major Junior. They were the best in the QMJHL, and now the Huskies are Memorial Cup champions. NCAA. Everybody in that Bulldog section's on their feet. The bench is ready to party as the UMD Bulldogs are back-to-back national champions. The World Juniors. Time winding down, and Finland has won the World Junior Championship in Vancouver in spectacular style. The NHL Draft. With the first pick overall, the New Jersey Devils are proud to select from the U.S. program, Jack Hughes. And more. Unbelievable. Wow. Incredible. This is the Pipeline Show. All right. Good weekend and welcome to another episode of the Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming. That's me and I want to take a second and welcome you. If you're a newcomer to the program, thanks for uh, taking the time to download this week's episode. And if you're a returning listener, then obviously thanks for coming back. For more, as always here on the Pipeline Show, we start with the question of the day. It's been live on Twitter for all of about 30 seconds, so not expecting any feedback, at least not significant uh, feedback just yet. But uh, the question, and I made it a poll. The question is, which of these international hockey tournaments do you pay the most attention to? All of these are, of course, junior hockey, and uh, I omitted the uh, World U20 for obvious reasons. I think that would be the runaway uh, most popular. Uh, the four that I put out there, the World Junior A Challenge, that goes in December, actually in a couple of weeks here, this year being played up in Dawson Creek. Uh, the World U18s uh, every April. The Holinka Gretzky Cup, which goes at the start of the year at the uh, in uh, August. Or the World U-17s, which just wrapped up a couple of weeks ago down in Medicine Hat slash Swift Current. Right now, the leading vote-getter is the Holinka Gretzky Cup. Uh, you can let me know, and you can take part in the poll. Hit me up on Twitter, at TPS underscore Gee. If you're not following me already, why don't you give me a follow so you can take part and uh, answer the question every week. Let's get right to the news and notes uh, portion of uh, this opening segment, and we uh, start with the CHL Top 10. No change at number one. The Sherbrooke Phoenix continue to roll. Moncton jumps up to number two. Everett follows them to the number three spot. Shakutami uh, is now number four. The Prince Albert Raiders hold steady at number five, followed by the Windsor Spitfires, the Oshawa Generals, the Edmonton Oil Kings, Ottawa, and the Peterborough Peets uh, close out the Top 10. Honorable mentions go to the Guelph Storm, Ramuski Oceanic, and the Portland Winterhawks of the Western Hockey League. Uh, looking closer at the Q standings, of course, Sherbrooke is in first place. Uh, not far behind are the Moncton Wildcats, uh, just two wins uh, behind uh, Sherbrooke. And Shakutami is uh, one victory away from uh, Moncton in the standings. So it is still a fairly tight race, and Ramuski, Charlottetown, right behind, uh, right behind uh, uh, Shakutami. So if anybody stumbles and uh, other teams continue to play well, you can see uh, teams shuffling back and forth in the standings uh, all season long. We look at the uh, statistical leaders in the queue, and the uh, three players from Ramuski uh, have been leading the, the league in scoring pretty much all year and continue to. 
Alexi Lafreniere with 51 points. Cedric Paré has 50. Dmitry Zavgorodny has 43. Yegor Sokolov of the Cape Breton Eagles has 41. And Jacob Pelche had a strong week. He's up to 40 points now for the Moncton Wildcats. Heading out to the OHL and uh, the Peterborough Peets and the Ottawa 67s have 32 points. They sit atop the OHL standings as well as the uh, East Division standings as they are in a very competitive division. The Oshawa Generals are just one point back with 31, but they have a game in hand. If you look at uh, winning percentage, it's actually Oshawa who is the the, uh, top team in the OHL. And you know what? As I say that, I, I see I'm wrong. It's actually the Windsor Spitfires who have 29 points. They've only played 19 games, though, so they have three or four games in hand on the teams I've just been talking about. They have a 763 winning percentage, so it's actually Windsor who is, uh, right now at least mathematically, the top team in the Ontario Hockey League. Let's take a look at the uh, stats leaders in the OHL and a change at the top, a three-way tie now. Uh, Arthur Kaliev, Connor McMichael, and Jan Janik, or Jan Janik, all with 46 points, and Quinton Byfield has 45, so quite the race right now in the OHL uh, for top scorers. Nico Dawes playing extremely well in net for the Guelph Storm. He has uh, both the uh, top the goals against average at 233 and top save percentage at 934. Meanwhile, out here in the uh, Western Hockey League, the uh, top team by points are the uh, Prince Albert Raiders. That's going into uh, this weekend's action. They have 34 points. Both Edmonton and Lethbridge have 33 points. The Old Kings have played one fewer game than the uh, the Hurricanes have. So uh, a tight race there, and uh, the Everett Silvertips with 29 points, but again, uh, just like in the OHL, uh, they've got four games in hand on uh, Prince Albert and Edmonton, so their winning percentage is 763, and that is tops in the Western Hockey League. Leading the scoring race in the dub is Alexi Protus of the uh, Prince Albert Raiders. He has 34 points. Uh, Connor Zeri and Jimmy Hamblin. Uh, Zeri plays for Kamloops. Hamblin with the Medicine Hat Tigers. They have 33 points. Dylan Cousins has 32 as does Adam Beckman of the Spokane Chiefs. Uh, top goaltender in the queue. Well, it uh, depends which stat you're looking at. Joel Hofer has the best goals against average at 191. Carl Tedichuk of Lethbridge right there with 194. And Dustin Wolf with a 199. So very tight there. Uh, and save percentage-wise, those three guys are ahead of the pack as well. But in slightly re- different order, it's Dustin Wolf with a 939 save percentage, followed by Hofer. And Tedichuk, interesting, uh, Sebastian Kosa of the Edmonton Oil Kings, rookie this year, is fifth in both of those categories. The natural next step from CHL hockey for most players is to go to U-Sports. So let's check the standings in U-Sports, and we'll start in the OUA East. Carlton has a uh, four-point cushion atop the conference. UQTR is next, followed by McGill, Ottawa, and Ontario. In OUA West, it's uh, Toronto and Windsor who are tied with uh, 22 points. Toronto does have uh, one game in hand. Ryerson right there as well, not far back, just one victory shy of both Toronto and Windsor. In the Atlantic Conference, Acadia has regained a top spot, but UNB is right behind and have two games in hand on the Axemen, so watch for the Varsity Reds. St. Mary's is third, and then it's uh, Moncton. St. FX, UPEI, and uh, Dalhousie uh, to close out the standings in the uh, Atlantic Conference. And uh, out here in Canada West, uh, the Golden Bears of Alberta 
continue to lead the way. They have a five-point lead right now on Mount Royal, who is in second, followed by Calgary and Saskatchewan. Those four teams, a bit of a vanguard ahead of Manitoba, UBC, Lethbridge, and Regina. Now, the schedule in U-Sport this weekend, uh, here's what you can find at uh, the Canadian University nearest U. Western is in Windsor. Moncton is hosting St. FX. UNB welcomes Dalhousie. UPEI will take on St. Mary's. Laurier goes to uh, Thunder Bay to play Lakehead. Waterloo welcomes Toronto. Brock is uh, going to uh, York. UQTR will take on Ontario Tech. Nipissing welcomes Carleton. Queens is on the road. They will face RMC. Manitoba will play host to the uh, U of A Golden Bears. Saskatchewan on the road uh, down south will play in Regina. Calgary travels down Highway 2 to take on the Lethbridge Pronghorns. And Mount Royal will host UBC. Stateside in the NCAA, the uh, top 20, Minnesota State getting 36 of the 50 first place votes. They are the number one ranked team going into this weekend. Cornell is next, followed by Notre Dame, Denver. North Dakota jumps up from number nine to number five this week. Penn State up a couple of spots to six. Massachusetts uh, falls from five to seven. Clarkson is eight. Minnesota Duluth up three spots to number nine. Harvard sits at 10. They are perfect 5-0 to begin the year. Ohio State, 11, followed by Providence, Northeastern, Boston College, UMass Lowell, Wisconsin at 16. Then you've got Bowling Green, Omaha, Northern Michigan, and Western Michigan comes in at 20. Top scorer in the NCAA right now is Jack Dugan from Providence, uh, and uh, he's got quite the quite the lead right now. 26 points for the sophomore uh, ahead of uh, Tice Thompson, who is his teammate at Providence. So with the Friars, uh, Thompson has 19 points. Nate Susi of Penn State has 18, and uh, then it's a, a lot of players uh, with 17, 16, and a whole bunch with 15 and 14. But uh, right now, Jack Dugan uh, has a huge lead in scoring uh, in NCAA. Also, quickly check the standings in the USHL. Haven't done that for a while. I'm not sure why, but the USHL just seems to be an afterthought a little bit. But uh, the Chicago Steel are in first place uh, in their conference and have the uh, most points in the USHL. But the Dubuque Fighting Saints have the best winning percentage at 8.08. They have three games in hand on Chicago. They both play in the Eastern Conference. Uh, the Waterloo Blackhawks lead the Western Conference with 23 points. Sean Farrell of the Chicago Steel leads the uh, USHL in scoring. He has 23 points through 16 games. He is uh, headed to uh, Harvard. And he, being a late birthday, a late 01, he's eligible for the draft this year and has been given a C rating uh, by NHL Central Scouting. And he is on the... Uh, U.S. squad that will play at the World Junior A Challenge here in a couple of weeks up in Dawson Creek, British Columbia. Okay, let's get to the show. Here's what's coming down the pipe today. Our NCAA campus report will feature Adam Woden from College Hockey News, also a contributor at EP Ringside, like I am. And I wanted to talk to him about a feature that he wrote for EP Ringside about uh, college free agents to watch for this year. It's something I get asked about all the time. And uh, I noticed that he had written a uh, an article about it just uh, this week. Uh, so I wanted to get him on the show to talk about that. The uh, campus report is brought to you by College Hockey Inc. For those uh, players and uh, family members who are looking to explore all options of uh, hockey and want to know what you have to do to maintain your eligibility, you can go to College Hockey Inc. 
and uh, have a lot of your questions answered right there on their website. But uh, you can get in touch with people like Nate Ewell, and uh, he will uh, help you be your guide to uh, what you can and what you can't do. Then we'll have a U-Sport update, and one of the, well, he is the top scorer in Canada West right now, and one of the reasons that the University of Calgary have uh, gotten off to a decent start this year, Matt Alfaro played four years in the Western Hockey League, almost all of it with the uh, Kootenai Ice out of Cranbrook, B.C., well, he is now in his third year of U-Sport hockey with the uh, Calgary Dinos, so we'll talk to him about how things are going uh, with uh, with himself as he leads Canada West in scoring, also for the team, and uh, of course we'll look back at his WHL career and talk about his scholarship package and uh, what he's studying and all of that. From there, we'll have an in-the-dub segment. It's a bit of a shorter one. Uh, the player that I'm speaking with today, uh, you'll hear from today, at rather, I spoke with him on Wednesday as he was about to get on a ferry as the Victoria Royals were on, getting set to go on the road to uh, play the Kelowna Rockets. Uh, Will Warm is my guest, defenseman with the Royals, former Edmonton Oil King. So it was good to catch up with Will Warm and talk to him about how the season is going. But it is a shorter segment. It's only the interview itself is about seven minutes long. Uh, we will close out the show with a 2020 draft spotlight segment. And uh, this fella is a Catching a lot of attention here in the Ontario Hockey League. His name is Marco Rossi. He's an Austrian playing in his second season in the CHL with the Ottawa 67s, having a terrific year and lots of buzz about Marco Rossi. So I wanted to get him on the show. I think you'll enjoy that conversation. So Adam Wodum, Matt Alfaro, Will Warm, and Marco Rossi, they are the guests today on the Pipeline Show. We'll start it off, though, with Adam Wodum from College Hockey News and EP Rinkside next here on the Pipeline Show. Pashnik with a fake shot, and he goes the other way, spinning a couple more spins, two or three of them. Princeton Pashnik. Pashnik with a shot, he scores! Far down! Princeton Pashnik, are you serious? Hey, it's Princeton Pashnik from the Arizona State Sun Devils, and you're listening to the Pipeline Show. Development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 90% rate. Johnny Gaudreau. Backhand scores! Wow, what a goal! Joe Pavelski. Goal! And Shane Gossespierre were stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you are a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. Champions of the college hockey world! 